Hey there, everybody, and welcome to our In Process podcast here at Redmond Presbyterian Church. My name is Austin Aschenbrenner. I'm the pastor here, and I'm glad to get to be with all of you again on this episode. So thank you for joining us. I'm recording this episode on Friday of Holy Week, or, or April 7th, which makes today Good Friday. Um, and to be expected, Holy Week around the church is is a full week. It's a, a time with a lot of activity because there is a lot to mark uh, during the course of this week, from Maundy Thursday, well, from Palm Sunday to Maundy Thursday to Good Friday, and on and on and on to Easter Sunday. What that means is that this week is pretty busy. So naturally, we're we're all kind of going at full speed. And I don't know about you all or what you like to do when you are stressed out or when you've got a lot going on. I, if, if you know me, uh, if you've heard me preach, if you've heard me talk for more than 10 minutes, you've probably heard me talk about how I like to bake bread. And that is both because I love eating bread, uh, but also because baking bread is cathartic. It's fun. It's creative. It's something I like to do. I haven't recorded an episode yet on uh, baking bread or on uh, the many, many wonderful things I think we can learn about the process of baking bread. That's probably coming soon. I'll subject you all to that uh, someday. But for now, I just thought I'd share with you, I like to bake bread each and every weekend. Oftentimes I bake a different bread each month. And this month I am baking challah bread full of egg yolks and uh, vanilla and honey. It's sweet. It's also really fluffy and dense. It's amazing. Uh, It makes incredible French toast. So that's what I'm up to uh, these days. And I wish you all uh, wonderful uh, moments of rest and creativity as well, whether that is baking bread or bird watching or going for a walk or whatever it is that you do. Uh, I hope that you find time for that this week. So with that preamble, I want to uh, get into our episode this week. I I've told you all many times that the purpose of this podcast is several things, really. We, we want to talk about what's going on around uh, Redmond Presbyterian Church, our, our church here, as well as what's going on in our community in Redmond, uh, large, more, more largely, uh, in terms of where we are seeing God at work in our neighborhoods, in our schools, in our, uh, on the streets, in our cafes, in our restaurants, uh, in our parks, all of these places. And as we've been doing that, we've been looking for ways to tell those stories. And so you've heard some of those stories on, on these episodes, stories of uh, surprising ways we've seen God at work in a neighborhood walking group, ways we've seen God at work, um, you know, showing up in in our sermon series, in our lives together. And for the most part, those stories are celebratory. They're fun. They're, you know, look at this amazing thing that that God is doing over here, or or look at this thing that we learned uh, over here that we had no idea about that, you know, that surprised us. and, And isn't this great? But sometimes those stories aren't necessarily uh, all good or all warm and fuzzy. And so today I have some snippets of uh, really some snippets of some conversations I've been having with perhaps some of you all, but uh, people around the church and in my life uh, from uh, even my own home to, to friends to, again, people I've, I've spoken with here at church. 
And these have been stories of what I would call discontentment. Um, and, 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 and here's what I mean by that. As I have been talking to people widely uh, and, and not really seeking out these stories, just kind of seeing how life is going. Where, where, where are you headed? What's going on for you? What are the big things uh, happening in your life? Um, and as the conversation comes back to church on more than one occasion recently, I've heard comments like, I'm finding it hard to go to church recently. It just, it isn't as easy as it once was. Someone else said, I'm not experiencing a whole lot of, you know, the community that we talk about when I'm at church. You know, we talk about church being a place where where there's love and and communion and and togetherness. I'm not really feeling that. I had someone else tell me, "Um, I'm not sure what it is that we are, and in, in air quotes, doing when we come to church. What's the larger point of it all? And as I sit there and listen to those stories, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, I am a pastor, but I'm also a human being. And my first instinct, not the right instinct, but my first one is to want to fix that, right? When someone's in front of you and they tell you, this is really hard for me, or this isn't going well. My first thought is, how can I make that better, right? How can we make church more something, fill in the blank, more exciting, more connective, more uh, engaging, all of these things? How can I fix this discontentment for this person? How can I make it better? How can I make them excited about community and church and being together as a part of the body of Christ? But when I sit there and I don't fix it right away, I, I, I try to sit still and listen a bit longer. Uh, I realize that these questions are bigger than just me or, or, or one Sunday or, or even one season of life. But that these discontentments are, I would say, discontentments that we have with God. Oftentimes, I've, I've heard it said that, that, that a pastor's job is to help people uh, figure out that, that they have business to attend to with God and that God has business to attend to with them. And, and the pastor is, is charged with um, helping people to, to attend to that business or to that work. And I think these discontentments give us um, a window into that work that we have to do with God. We could certainly try to resolve the issue. We could try to make things more exciting and fun. We could look for ways to build some connections. All good things. I don't want to diminish those. But I think when we're feeling that sense of, gosh, this isn't working, we don't often think, I should bring that to God. I should pray about that. I should be angry about that and and express that anger or that frustration to God directly. This came up again for me recently when uh, last Saturday uh, I attended a a memorial service for a a dear friend who passed away after uh, a brave fight with with cancer. Uh, And she was somebody who who was a bit older than I was, I am, but was um, an example and a mentor. I I had the opportunity to work with her as a volunteer and in a previous church that I uh, worked at. And during the service, uh, glowing words were spoken about her, rightfully so. She is, and I don't use this word lightly, she was uh, a saint of the church, a pillar, somebody who 
many people looked at and said, gosh, I hope I'm like that person when I grow up. I, I want to be like her. She made us all want to be better versions of ourselves. She was an inspiration and, a, and, a, and an incredible woman and, and a great friend. But I also happen to know because I worked with her and I was a, a friend of hers that she was also someone who experienced this discontentment with church at different points in her life. An incredibly faithful disciple, an incredibly faithful church attender and participant and leader and all of these things. But but someone who at, at points in her life looked around the church and thought, this is is not what I what I hoped it might be or what I hoped we might experience together. And so there were seasons where she would pull away from church at times and, and re-engage at other times. And again, she in that moment was was a reminder for me, both in life and in death, of, of how this place of frustration uh, is absolutely an invitation into a, a conversation with God. Why? Wh- how do our frustrations about community and the institution of a church teach us about what it is that we hope for and expect from God and for God to show up in our lives? First thing I want to say there, and, and this is not um, a, a survivalist instinct or, or something I'm saying to protect myself or the church, but for us to recognize that oftentimes those frustrations are directly with God and not maybe not with the institution or the service or the pastor themselves per se. You know, we hear this language in the Psalms when we hear uh, the psalmist cry out, How long, O Lord, will I uh, wait? to hear your, you know, your voice? How long will I struggle before you intercede? How long, O oh Lord, will this thing continue to go on? That's exactly what this is. That moment of discontentment expressed to God uh, in, in, in a way that is direct and healthy and, and necessary. I don't know if we do that often enough. I think sometimes when we experience that frustration, our, our instinct is to want to just say, somebody else did, did me wrong. This thing in front of me is broken. Someone else should fix it, right? And so I think, well, two things. The first is, I don't want to fix this for us. I want to leave that discontentment on the table and ask you out there as you're listening to this, where does that land for you? Do you experience some of that discontentment these days? I'm, I'm certain of the fact that as we are all still living out of the shadow of the COVID-19 pandemic, as we're all still, and I think will be continuing for quite a long time to figure out the implications of, of that two to three year long moment and, and how it has impacted our entire culture. I think there is a sense of, of discontentment um, more broadly, you know, as we're starting to figure out how do we put the pieces back together? What's what matters and what's important. So is that landing somewhere for you? Are you experiencing a sense of frustration, whether it's at church or at home or at work? Um, what does that feel like? And, and, and what are you doing with those, those places is, is, has there been, uh, a person to talk to? Have you found um, 
comfort as you've read something or as you've um, taken a walk or as you've prayed through that. So I want to leave that there and leave that uh, intact so that we can continue to uh, address it and, and pray about it, look at it, learn from it, think about it together. And then I guess the second question would be, are we willing to follow those places of discontentment uh, all the way to God's feet? Or are we just wanting to complain and get something out, you know, off of our chest? In which case, sometimes that's necessary. Just get it out, you know, kind of in my house, we use the phrase, I just need to kind of blah, like get it out. And if that's the case, okay, great. We, we all need that catharsis sometimes to just kind of spit it out. But again, as I think about my friend and the memorial service I attended last week, I think of her as the kind of person who stuck with it, who stuck with the thread of this discontentment. She she modeled in her life for me somebody who, even in the midst of those moments of frustration, stayed near to people's lives, stayed attentive to the ways that God was at work in her life. She was that kind of person who always showed up with a meal. Uh, if you weren't doing well, always uh, was was there to to listen and to uh, be present, to be slow to speak. But when she did, man, it mattered and you listened. Um, and she did that even in the midst of those seasons of discontentment with the church or with God or or all of the above. And so that, again, would be my question. Do we, do we sit with those moments long enough to, to listen and, and to, to bring them to God? And do we follow them and follow, follow Christ, quite honestly, into whatever that thing might be? It might mean that sometimes we are called to be the solution. This thing isn't working. How might we roll up our sleeves and, and be a part of the solution? It might be that, that we're expressing grief over something that we used to love and that that thing is no longer around, you know, that it, it, it has gone away. It has uh, lived and, and died a natural death and, and we're struggling for the language to, to just be sad and to, to mourn that and to grieve that loss. I don't know where this lands for you. I, I wanted to record this episode today, uh, mostly to, to share. These are the stories I'm hearing. And like I've said in this podcast, I want this to be a conversation and an experience of uh, where we are seeing God at work. And and as these stories started to pile up and stack up, and I, I kept hearing them in, in various corners from different people, uh, it occurred to me that that this might be a common story that, that we are all living through right now and, and perhaps an opportunity for us together uh, to be paying attention to what it is uh, that we are learning and, and what God is showing us in the midst of this time. I'm curious too, if you're out there and if you're listening and if you're maybe not a church goer where, where this lands for you or, or, or where you are experiencing frustration or discontentment, where perhaps you turn for those places of connection and community uh, in the midst of these moments. I think all of that is, uh, is super important in these times and, and a worthwhile part of this discussion as well. So thank you all so much. We're right around 15 minutes right now. So I will uh, cut us there and uh, call this another short episode. But man, I'm so grateful uh, that you all tune in and and click on the link and and join us for these short conversations. And and I look forward to hearing uh, 
what's going on for you or, or what other ways that we might explore this together. In all of that, go get some good bread, go grab uh, some time to rest and relax. And uh, I'll look forward to seeing you all here again next time. Have a great week. Bye-bye.